0: Amber
1: and I'm Raven welcome to our rewatch podcast where we rewatch our favorite or not so favorite rom-coms and try to sway the other person to adopt their view
0: we'll share our thoughts on what worked and what didn't work from an amateur filmmaker's point of view and an avid hopeless romantic and rom-com enthusiast point of view as well each episode ends with a final verdict well we'll decide if we agree to agree or disagree stream our latest episode now are you ready?
1: I am. It's been a minute. It has but been a minute. <laughs> here's to the next installment of To All the Boys. P.S. I Still Love You.
0: Wow. Let's start this train wreck at its synopsis. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the synopsis is Laura Jean is officially Peter's girlfriend, so everything should be perfect, right? But feelings grow complicated when an old crush re enters her life. Dun dun dun. dun. uh, (laughs) as awful that you know what that was better than noah centeo when he (laughs) butchered the italian language in the very first scene but that's something we'll get into yes um let's see i think the cast is pretty much the same except we have the addition of john ambrose
1: and and um, a replacement for Charles Melton for Trevor Ro- Ross Butler, Butler, mm-hmm. Same. <laughs> Ross Butler. <laughs> he knows who he is. And Israel Broussard, Josh, is no more.
0: Which is so sad. Yes. Tears for him. But that's all right. Okay, so let's, so we talked about our plot a little bit. I think let's just get into it. Let's just get into the first, I feel like the first big scene was mm-hmm. their date. Yes. Um Where everything is blue. <laughs>
1: The guys, the entire movie is blue, and like we talked about this in the first one, the first podcast, and the first film was blue for sure. Too much in the shadows and things, but this is like everything is blue. So I was wondering, like, why? And so Amber looked up kind of what blue, if this was the director's intention, what blue may mean, what blue means in Korean culture.
0: And so, like in Korean culture, I guess apparently it means like hope, creativity, immortality. Which, if used well, I think it could have been very impactful, but since we have no idea what blue means, Mm -hmm. because they don't really expand on her Korean culture, Mm -hmm. and because it's everywhere. When I say everywhere, I really want you guys to (laughs) re-watch this movie, and you will see that the lights are blue, the shades are blue, the cups are blue, the nails are blue, the phones are blue, like everything everything is blue. blue.
1: So it's no longer (laughs) a symbol for anything, hope, creativity, or whatever else that it may stand for because it's used for everything. There's no other colors. So, it's not like we see blue and we're like, "Oh, okay, so this is a hopeful moment for her." Oh, this maybe she's um figuring, you know, some things out creatively with John Ambrose McLaren. No, everything is blue. So, it's it's not good.
0: It is not good. Um but like the rest of the movie, which was not good. Um <laughs>
1: <laughs> I guess we should state our stances. Yes. Okay, so Amber doesn't like this movie like the first Clearly. one. Really? I think There are a lot of things that it didn't get right. Um, But I like, I think it's okay because of um, uh, Jordan Fisher as Jordan Ambrose McLaren. I think he saves the movie for me. So that's why I like it because he's just so smooth with it, you know? Like (laughs) every time he's in there, I'm like, oh my gosh, yes, his acting, his presence. It's just so good. So that's why I think this movie is okay. I don't hate it. Of course, there are a lot of things that I think could be better
0: yeah i mean just everything could be better um let's just get into the timeline so we start with their first date they you know noah centineo starts off by butchering the italian language because he was trying to say grazie and he says this awful word i'm like what is that is the worst italian i've ever heard spoken in my entire (laughs) life it's like okay Mm -hmm. cultural appropriation like let's just leave it (laughs) i cannot I i cannot look
1: he needed a, you know, um, a vocal coach or language coach, yeah. someone to help him out there. <laughs> to say one word, though. One word.
0: One word. <laughs> aye, aye, aye. Okay. Um, again, I don't understand. Why does Laura Jean keep saying, like, you know, I've never been a girlfriend before? We established that in the first yes, movie. a
1: lot. We Like, the entire first movie. A lot of times we did the first movie. So, for her to keep saying it, like you said, it, it's not needed. I... I guess it's been a couple of months or a few months since, you know, everything went down and I don't get how this is their first date um, yeah. just now. I don't know. I feel like they should have had some dates in between and yeah. then this is like, you know, another date. And I think they could have skipped the dinner altogether. Or if they were going to have the dinner, then they should have had it, added more substance to their yes. relationships. They're getting to know each other. Or they should have went just to, which we'll get into the next scene, but the Korean New Year with the – is that with the lamps? Right? The no, lamp? no, the
0: lamps were right after oh, the okay. date.
1: With the lamps. I think that they should have just done that for another date. And then it was such beautiful scenery and taking time to like get to know each other. So we're yes. like, oh, this is a relationship that has been progressing. Yes. And now, you know, they're getting to know each other on a deeper level. So we have a basis of Peter and her.
0: And I really feel like I love the lantern scene. It was probably one of my favorite scenes. Yes. It was just shot beautifully. The dialogue was OK. Um, but it really could have been more impactful. Mm-hmm. I would have liked the, her to have said, like, you know, my mom and dad did this on yes. their first date yes. and yes. blah, 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 yeah. blah, 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 like, or Agreed. something. Agreed. It could have been way, way more impactful. Yeah. And it could have led to, like, the deepness. Like, they're just so surface yes. right now in their yes. relationship, which feels weird because these are people who've gone to school with each other all this time and know each other. But they're mm-hmm. still doing, like, very mm-hmm. surface basic stuff. Yes. When at this point, it's like give me some more meat and potatoes of your relationship like what are your common interests what are like some core values that you guys share in your bonding over
1: yeah agreed a thousand percent so that when the other guy is introduced we're like as an audience not rooting for that guy exactly we're rooting for her and peter because we're like oh my gosh wait no they have this like you know, sustainable relationship and they've, exactly. they've built it over time and it's getting deeper and, oh, no, we want Peter, not, I want John and Rose McLaren. <laughs> you know? Exactly. So, yeah, thousand percent agree with
0: that. And, come on, really, when she's like, well, let's just promise not to break each other's hearts. Come on. I
1: wonder what's going to happen, Amber. Come on. I wonder what's going to happen. They're
0: going to break each other's
1: yes. hearts. And they did that in the first one, too, when she was writing the notes. I know that by the time I'm done with this letter, we will never be together by the senior ski trip. So that's yes. the only reason. It's like, don't. I mean, we went over this, but like everything is given to us. So yeah. now we know, oh, they're going to break each other's hearts.
0: Exactly. Yeah. Uh, it could have had so much whatever it was fine i think it's time moving on should we go to the korean Korean new New year Year. yes okay
1: um yes i think it was very cool to add because we don't see much of her you know korean um heritage and culture and her mom and her family but like they didn't go deeper into that so that's something that we're missing in the first movie is you know i don't want to say the love for her mom but like that deepness of the mother daughter relationship that she's missing yes and so now that we're being introduced to her mom's family her mom's culture which is you know their culture I feel like it should have been deeper we would have like maybe she spent some moments with her grandma and she's like oh you know your mom used to love this time of year yes Talk about, you know, things that their mom went through so that when she's missing her mom throughout the movie, we're really feeling for her yeah. in those moments. It makes
0: sense. And I wish they would have done a little more work. I wish we would have seen pictures of maybe them younger with their moms mm-hmm. dressed up. And yeah, yeah. do you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like things like that. So you see that time, like there was a time when they did this as a family. Yes. Do you know what I'm yep. saying? Because right you. now we don't have, you have a couple pictures of the mom. Mm-hmm. But she's always by herself. She's there's no there's not them as a family typically together. So you miss that like aspect of it.
1: Yeah, I agree. I agree. I will say one thing that I really, really liked about this. scene. I was telling Amber um, is when they were eating as a family and they showed all the dishes being prepared. And then uh, it was like a cool way for the director to show time because like the laziest thing that you could do in filmmaking is be like three hours later or something like that, (laughs) which, you know, sometimes it's. I was going to say sometimes it's necessary, but it's not. When, you, when you find ways to make, uh, to show the passage of time creatively, it's so cool to me. I love over, you know, table shots. And so I really, really liked that scene from the director. And I feel like we'll talk about this as we go throughout the different scenes, but he tried very new and creative ways for a lot of things. Um, some paid off, some didn't, but I really yeah. did like that.
0: Yeah, I concur. Um, Okay. I, I mean, again, the Korean New Year was really good. There was so much blue. That's something we're going to say probably that You're might, honestly, that might be the name the of this title? podcast. Honestly. There's so much blue. Yes, yes, yes. I agree. Um, no. yes. Honestly, it's just everything was blue. Mm-hmm. The scene at the table with the cousin, I didn't <sighs> I really get. <laughs> it didn't make sense to me because if I feel like okay every family is different but obviously you have your cousins who you're closer to and your mm-hmm. cousins who you're not so close to mm-hmm. for me I'm obvious I'm closer to my mom's cause like my cousin's on my mom's side than I am on my dad's mm-hmm. side so for this to be her mom's side cousins and they're like acting like they don't really know each other they don't really talk it just felt a little weird mm-hmm. and out of place mm-hmm. and then <laughs> the acting, like Raven, Raven said, was so bad oh from gosh. the cousin. It was bad. I'm not going to lie. It was terrible. But I think um, that was the, supposed to be the point. Or I don't know. I don't really get the I point know, of the whole I scene. I think the
1: point was... You know how we talked about in Persuasion, the very, very first podcast we did, um, where they had the scene with um, talking about the octopus? Yes. And it was a complete waste yes. of screen time. Mm-hmm. That's how this scene was for me. Yeah. It was a complete waste <laughs> of screen time. It, <laughs> it didn't was. add anything to the, to the film. It did, it did nothing other than show us, you know, how um, one-sided a character can be. <laughs> exactly. I guess she's not a main character, but, like, she was trying. It was supposed to be, like, the really cool, unfazed by anything character trope. And yeah. it was, like, so bad. It, it was, was like, so wah, wah, wah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, let's move on. We're going to get dig into John Ambrose Writes Back. Mm-hmm. So she gets the letter. We get this beautiful voiceover beautiful from also. Jordan Fisher, which round of applause to my yes. man yes. who made us see his facial emotions without yes. even seeing yes. this man's face.
1: Yes. He is such a good actor. I mean, not being in Something Makes You a Good Actor, right? But he was in Hamilton. I put that out there. So he's like an amazing actor. <laughs> like you shout out. But like, I mean, every emotion that he was feeling, you could – feel it yourself like that's amazing acting i think that's what you know we're missing so that's why i say he saved this movie and it's really good um and then it goes into like her thoughts about the letter
0: which is where we get derailed and it gets stupid again yes and
1: you can hear i want to say the difference in the voiceover yeah like the difference in acting ability the difference to make us feel what they're going through
0: She's, yeah. she, I said this in the first one. She's so flat noted. Her emotions, her facial expressions, her voice, her tone is mm-hmm. the same, whether she's angry, happy, excited, scared. Yes. It's yes. all the same through mm-hmm. all the movies. Mm-hmm. And that's why it's so, that's why this movie really falls flat mm-hmm. in comparison to, I think, like a kissing booth. Because we'll get into it. Raven hates kissing <laughs> booth. I love it. We'll get into it. But at least Joey King has real acting yes, ability. Yes, you can see her emotions. Yeah. Lana Condor has none of it. It's yeah. so, it makes it so difficult to watch this. Yes,
1: and I think that's why, like, I keep saying about the only reason, the only saving grace for this movie is Jordan Fisher, but I feel like um, I did not like um, Laura Jean in this movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I didn't either. <laughs> like, she annoyed like, me I didn't, so yeah. much, and I think it had to do with, like, her...
0: It's this character development, yes, this thing. We have no growth. This is, like, this movie, a second sequel should be really expanding on the character development. We should be in a different place than we were in the first movie. And it's either for good or for bad. She's in the same place. Mm-hmm. And that's so boring mm-hmm. because even when she gets the letter and she's like, does he still like me? No. <laughs> you were 12. You were in sixth grade. You guys are <laughs> juniors. You're you're, yeah. No. No, yeah. he doesn't still like doesn't you. Know he doesn't you. know you. You're yeah. not even in the same school. You haven't even seen this right. man. Right. And So then what? When
1: she was talking about it and um, she was talking about the emotions or... Whatever else, how she was feeling. And I'm like, well, you were feeling that like when you are in middle school. That doesn't mean, I mean, like, you have a boyfriend now. And like, yeah. I get it. It's like, I feel like if I was in that position, it'd be like exciting, like, oh my gosh, wow. Like, I would think back and I would be like, oh wow, I remember how I, you know, not to say I remember, well, I remember how I felt in that moment, but I wouldn't be like, wow, what could this mean no, now you- at this point in my life? Yeah. No, I'd be like, oh my gosh, I can't believe I sent him a letter. I can't, I don't even know what like 11 year old me said. That's embarrassing. Exactly. You know, but it's nice he wrote back, blah, blah. blah and then just, moving Maybe on letter for memories but exactly I wouldn't, like go on and no. write another letter and no keep thinking about it and the next day when she tells peter about it and peter's like oh that's my boy like he's cool about it like he wrote you back okay i don't he says i don't understand why you're telling me this <laughs> <laughs> i'm
0: with peter i don't understand why yeah. we're telling him this i mean after like hey he wrote me back the letter funny ha 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 right
1: it's it's not like Hmm, should I write him back? Oh, so no. you're thinking about writing him back. That would <laughs> no. be rude, right? If I didn't. No, no it wouldn't be rude. Don't write you're back. You're dating someone. Man.
0: Like, you wrote this. It's not like you wrote him a letter, like, hey, how are you? You wrote this man a love letter. Right,
1: Like, when you were 12. Come on. When you were 12. You're 17 now. Come so on. So, like, like kind of move on. Like you said, but that's the basis of our character is stuck. Yes. And maybe for the writer's credit, it's like, she hasn't experienced much, so it's supposed to be like.
0: But she has. I mean, at this point, this—that's what the whole last movie was about. Her realizing she didn't want to be with, um, Josh, but that she wanted to be with Peter. So why are we back at the same point right. we were last? Which time?
1: we never even saw much of, like the Josh Peter thing. Like, I didn't I, like Now we're seeing it. Anymore, I but...
0: still feel like Josh was the better <laughs> yeah. option. Yes. Yeah. But whatever. Yeah. You know. Neither here
1: nor there. It is either here nor there. You know. <laughs> but yeah.
0: And then we go to the next where they're, they're signing up for the community service. Mm-hmm. I I thought it was a tacky way to make fun of her. Like, I just thought the making fun of her weight was just tacky. Mm-hmm. Um, especially because she's so thin.
1: Yeah, <laughs> And it's weird that. It would be a line nowadays yeah with every with the way you know body positivity and like body shaming and yeah. and how sensitive you know that we all are to that sounds it's weird
0: It's just not it didn't seem like an appropriate dig that Jen would say to Laura Jean to
1: even I get they're not friends anymore but, but they were like best best friends
0: but even it just doesn't even seem like you know what's going to hurt someone. Mm-hmm. I just don't feel like that would be the one I feel like she could have dug the knife if you really wanted to dig the knife in just saying like, oh, he took you to whatever the um, the Italian place and then like being like, oh, did he order whatever knowing that he did? Yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, that's how you dig the knife in, by mm-hmm. making her realize that you're doing the reruns of everything we did. Yeah, this weight joke saying. meant nothing. Mm-hmm. Do you know what? It's so out of place. It's yeah. out of, and it's out of character for Jen because she's not been a good bad girl. Yeah, I was like, going to say this
1: is probably the most menacing that I've ever seen Jen be in the two
0: movies. And it
1: still um, fell a little flat. Yeah. yeah.
0: It just would have played better, but whatever. It's It's neither here nor there. You know, they're about to she signs up for Bellevue Mm -hmm. again I don't understand Margo went there because we don't have this connection to Margo everything just it just feels like oh throw that in there Mm -hmm. oh and don't forget to put her on this FaceTime and Mm -hmm. don't forget Margo this Mm -hmm. like it's just like sprinkled in there it's like an afterthought
1: because you don't build that relationship in the first one exactly just like in the books they're like super close and you know, we mentioned about the pact and how they made that together, and all this other stuff. But it's not here. But in it doesn't here. show here. No. The the family values that she's supposed to have, be really close to her family, her mom, and it doesn't it falls flat because they don't expound on it when they should. So then, when they try to recall moments like, "Oh man, I have to do this because this is what Margot did," because so we sense. don't have any connection to it, and we're like, "Okay," and because we don't see that closeness that they're supposed to have. As a sisterly bond, exactly.
0: So. And I'm tired of seeing Janelle Parrish, this 30 year old, play this 18 year old. I'm, I'm tired. I'm so. I believe so. No, she's in the third movie too.
1: Oh, I'm mean, in this one. Oh, in
0: this one, yeah. I'm just. I'm so over this grown woman trying to play this teenager. I'm like,
1: okay. Yeah.
0: Now that's the last I'm going to talk about it. I mean it.
1: And then one last thing we forgot to mention is the blue. Oh um, my god. Please, please, when you watch this. Um, know that we warned you I would just love to ask the director and obviously and the set director
0: I want to talk to the set director I want to talk to who did costume who's doing hair and makeup why is everything like put me in the room where it happened yeah why is everything blue
1: but it it has to mean something because everything is blue I would just love to know what but they, yes, you like accomplish. you didn't
0: explain to yeah. us what this meant. Yes. yes. So how am I supposed to? I just see blue, and I'm like, "Oh, is this supposed to be sad right. or like?" Because right. and once it's pointed out to you, I promise, once you go back and watch these movies, you're gonna notice yes. how much, how yes. many things are blue. Because I
1: feel like the first times I watched it, I didn't. I mean, I knew there, like the first one, knew there was a lot of blue in the shadows that were evident in her hair, but I didn't realize how just much how blue. much blue. Oh, yeah. And I feel like maybe. If it doesn't have a story behind it, it could have been just for trendy purposes. Because you look at, like, directors like Wes Anderson, who loves um, uh, pastel palettes. or But it's um, a palette.
0: This isn't even a palette. That's what I'm saying. Like,
1: maybe they're trying to create something stylistic like that. Mm-hmm. Or, like, the Barbie trailer that just came out yeah. by but, uh, Greta Gerwig. And, but that's different. That's Barbie. But that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Is they're probably hear- trying to come across. If there is no symbolism attached to the blue, then they're probably trying to...
0: But it just doesn't even make sense because even in all of the captions for To All the Boys, everything's in pink. Yeah. It's pink and girly. Yeah. So it just doesn't make sense to me.
1: So now the next scene is the carnival date and meeting.
0: Okay, so back to our carnival date and we're going to blend that into meeting Trina. I think the carnival date was just a waste of time.
1: I was telling Amber that I think the carnival date... It's nice that you have like, oh, they're having fun and like they're having, you know, these exciting moments. But it seems very like everything else, surface level and um like how you see the like oh, like in the notebook when they had the montage. (laughs) 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 When they have the montage of them like the summer having fun. It's like, okay, that's all good and dandy, but you need to have you should have taken moments where they're having fun in the carnival and then like they're on the Ferris wheel and then they're talking about real stuff. Yeah. So like that relationship's
0: getting deeper. And and that's the difference. Because at least in The Notebook, you had some deep moments. They had some real conversations. But everything about the relationship, don't, Raven, <laughs> leave it, OK? <laughs>
1: leaving
0: it, leaving it. <laughs> everything, <laughs> everything about Peter and Laura and Jean's relationship is yes. always a summer montage. Yeah. Everything's so fun. Yeah. And we're taking pictures. And we're yeah. laughing. And ha, ha, ha. But we don't get to anything real deep substantial Mm -hmm. I just don't like it it just again it gave you nothing and no more insight into their relationship or as to why we of an as an audience are rooting for them because to be honest you can have fun with anybody insert any guy girl together and they can have a ton of fun Mm -hmm. if you're in the right circumstances so it doesn't for me I'm like this is boring right like
1: and I think they were Trying to do, which we're about to get into when she meets John Ambrose, but I think they were trying to show the difference in their relationship and that dynamic. But that's your boyfriend. So yeah. there has to be something deep there, something to ground you and keep you with them. Like I get.
0: More than just, I liked him in seventh right, grade. We're right, not in seventh grade right, anymore. Right.
1: Or I have fun with him. Like you said, you can have fun with anybody. Yeah. You know, it seems like the entire movie that she is with Peter, or thinking about Peter, it's more insecurities than there is anything else. Yeah. So
0: Which. That is not a good basis for any relationship, yes. which is why yeah. you don't root for it yeah. because it's based in insecurities mm-hmm. on her side only. Yeah. Yes. It's, it's, bananas. yes. Okay. Uh, then we meet Trina, the next door neighbor, which I really love Trina. And I felt like as a character, she really could have added something that this movie was missing. She could have added this like grounded and adult voice, this mother figure that was missing and they just did not use her in that way at all. I mean, we're gonna get into it as she pops in a little bit more in the movie, but it just did not work well. I really feel like they should have introduced Trina at the end of the last movie. So mm-hmm. this movie they could have had a substantial relationship.
1: Yeah. I agree. I agree. Because she says in the movie, again she's like there's a moment um where she's like, oh Mom, I miss you and she's looking at her frame or whatever versus that's a like you said a figure that we're missing so if we have something there someone that she could turn to for advice on these things yeah. that's that's what we're missing we're missing it from Margot because she's not there and you know when she was there we didn't have it either exactly. and then we're missing it from her dad which is weird i mean i get there's a different relationship between daughter and a father but but still, but still
0: like not to give any advice about yeah,
1: like like we're missing the full house like dad yeah exactly. exactly so i agree with you that trina could have added that Um, into the movie, something that is missing. And I guess I don't really care about Trina, but that's because of the way that the script was written and the way she's introduced because, I mean, the entire time they show her and her dad's relationship, I'm like, why do we keep showing this? I don't care (laughs) because she doesn't have any um, connection to Lara Jean or any other character stories. And
0: and it would have been more impactful just throughout Trina's, like, trajectory to have her as a help to the girls. And then he realizes... This is not only what I need, but yeah. it's what the girls need. Yeah. Then we would have been like, oh, man, that's so perfect. Yeah. But we don't get that. So you're like, who is this lady and mm-hmm. why is she talking? Yes. But, mm-hmm. you know. Okay. Another missed opportunity. Mm-hmm. Moving on to our Bellevue intro where we meet Stormy and John Ambrose McLaren of mm-hmm. Cloers. Yeah. Um, I, The color palette for the nursing home for Bellevue is very bright. It was probably the best so, yeah, it variety
1: was, in this whole movie. It's the only
0: variety yeah. in this movie. Yes. Um, you have other colors besides blue. Yes. <laughs> blue
1: and teal. Yeah. I was telling Amber that I loved the Bellevue intro and when Stormy was introducing her to the various clubs because I love stagnant shots. I love wide shots. And so that was utilized by the director and the cinematographer there. And then you see every single room has a different color so like the knitting room i think it was like green in there then you go in the, I think it was the chess.
0: They were playing poker. Poker. Yeah. And, it was and brown. then it was
1: brown and some yellows. And then mm-hmm. you go into the you know, psychic or whatever. And it was red. Yeah. So I, I I, absolutely loved that. And the, the lines that were in there were funny.
0: Yeah. The dialogue. <laughs> I will say, I feel like Stormy probably has the best dialogue. Yeah. I don't always agree with what she says. Yes. Yeah, well, yeah, but okay, she so. has the best dialogue. <laughs> yeah. Because yeah. I felt like whoever was writing the scripts, it, get, it gets really clunky when they're writing for teenagers and dads and parents mm-hmm. but for stormy it's like that was like their inner person and maybe they like just had the best
1: maybe that's their age but, yeah maybe know.
0: they're like a retirement age and yeah. they're like let me write this down
1: yeah
0: yeah something
1: <laughs> and then we meet john Ambrose and oh my gosh just from like the first look of meeting john Ambrose you can just like the letter you can see every single motion that he's going through so it's exactly. like like, excited. like, oh my gosh, I haven't seen her in forever. And then, like, maybe a little bit of nervous in there. Like, yeah. oh my gosh, I just sent her a letter and she got it. And <laughs> wow, like, this is so cool. Like, you can see it goes every single motion in one smile. Yeah. You can see. Love it. Love it. That's why we love then John Ambrose. Hands to Lara Jean reacting to St. John Ambrose. And we have the same facial expression. <laughs>
0: yeah. I also did not like the styling choice for Laura Jean when we see her into Bellevue Mm -hmm. to me it just doesn't make sense it's like they're trying to do this like retro vibe for her Mm -hmm. and it just it's falling a little flat it's not really making sense typically like her styling's been okay they've been keeping it pretty like clean and preppy but then it's just it's getting a little weird Mm -hmm. I just am not liking it as we're going further I'm not liking the hair choices
1: (laughs) hate the hair choices
0: because, you know what, you could do so much with her hair, and they really are just keeping it flat and down. Yeah. And then, but even in this last one, when we walk into Bellevue, they give her almost like this little, like, bouffant, yes. Yes. but her hair doesn't have, like, so it, it doesn't hold well. Mm-hmm. So then it's, like, this weird bouffant, and mm-hmm. it's, like, flat. Yeah. Yeah. It was, I didn't really care for it. I'm not care. I'm not a fan of the hair and makeup.
1: Um, I will say for her, and it's supposed to be, like, with the first one, too, Peter mentioned the difference in styles between her and Jen and how, you know, she has style. And so I think it's trying to show that like creatively that she has style. I don't mind the choices. I think Ugh. it's like quirky and like supposed to be her character. Maybe kind that's of quirky, funny. But um I agree with the hair thing for sure.
0: I'm not, I'm not a fan. Okay. Um, <laughs> let's, let's go into the big Valentine's Day. Mm-hmm. This is supposed to be like the start of all this contentiousness between Laura Jean and Peter. Again, I don't like how insecure she is about her relationship. You are dating the most popular guy in school. Of course everyone's gonna find him attractive. Why wouldn't she give him the gift then? I didn't understand that.
1: Yeah, I, I guess because maybe she felt like all of those gifts were gonna overshadow the one How that she
0: he picked you.
1: Yeah, okay, so I will say like I was annoyed with her in that moment because she should have just went up to him and like, you know, hey, how's your day? Or thinking about, you You know, it's Valentine's Day. Yeah. Your I mean, you could
0: have even made that into like a little funny moment. Like, oh, all these girls. Right. Like, you know what I'm saying? Right. Something.
1: I, I agree with you. But I, I do also see like in that moment, I, I wouldn't feel insecure because I know that's my boyfriend, but I would feel like Uh, like I mean I guess maybe insecure a little I don't know because I'd be like my gift is so small in comparison to all these ones that he got out of his locker so I maybe I would wait till a private moment and be like I'm gonna wait till we meet up later and give him this that way it has more significance and more meaning than giving it to him now when he just got a million
0: I could see that even though I'm the type of girlfriend like I don't care I'd be like oh who are those from be writing their names on a list (laughs) let me talk to Kim let me talk to Casey let me talk to no no (laughs) no, yes you know
1: Um, Yes, we mentioned that I identify with Lara Jean in some ways, not every way, because she annoys me with all the insecurities. But yes, i it's different when you're an introvert.
0: Probably, Sam. I'm, I'm probably a little more like Chris. I'm probably be right, fighting right. someone. Yes, yes, exactly.
1: <laughs> and then speaking of, on the Valentine's Day, they have this tradition of like Subway Valentine's Day, which doesn't really seem like a tradition because they had Subway in the first movie, too. So yeah. I don't know how that's special to have a Subway Valentine's Day he already had Subway. <laughs> you have Subway all the time, but yeah. okay. Um, but to me, yeah, we mentioned that she doesn't have a guiding force. She doesn't have her mom. And then they could use that for um, Trina, but they don't. So I guess Stormy's like her guide as we go on throughout the movie. But if you're going through these emotions and you're thinking about Oh my gosh, I have to tell you, guess who I just met? I met John Ambrose McLaren from like middle school. And remember when I wrote those letters and he actually got it. Like, Why aren't you telling that to your friend? Exactly. We're seeing less and less of Chris. And she gave her advice in the first one, you know, like that moment. Again, another missed opportunity that could have been taken to like um, expound on their friendship and get sage advice from someone.
0: Exactly. I mean, I just don't understand how she has virtually no friends to talk about all this drama that's going on mm-hmm. in her life she does but she doesn't and and it's me. like how would you yeah, not yeah, i mean I it, just that. personally all my drama you know i'm like <laughs> yes. raven let me tell you what just happened <laughs> yes, like yes. every opportunity and i have no drama
1: to tell so like that's <laughs> why i but if i did yes thousand percent i will be telling you you know so
0: like, yeah i just don't i, I don't
1: get that it i was don't a get this opportunity to again Expound on relationships like right. that should be building up more now in the second movie. Yeah. yeah.
0: And I get the choice of purposely not having Peterson the acapella because you're supposed to see this difference, mm-hmm. or it's, it's done in a way so that you can see that there's a difference between the way he was dating Laura Jean and the way he was dating Jen. And it's a device mm-hmm. so that Laura Jean can feel some type of way and we as the audience can be on her side. Right. I get it. I still think you should have sent it.
1: Uh, I feel like I would, I would have been okay with not receiving it. But I. But think she that was
0: expecting it. That's that's,
1: that's because someone.
0: But even before that, it. she was she was looking at looking at the acapella singing even before why the why in God's green earth they had that girl from Dance Moms there. <laughs> I, don't even, I don't even I don't right. even understand like what are they she's trying Gen Z. She's like Gen Z girl what. What in the world? Whatever. That's, that's I like neither, her, but I
1: think that was unnecessary.
0: necessary. That's neither here nor there. But right. before she comes up to her, she's looking longingly like, oh, is that going to be me? Yeah. And then she tells her that.
1: Yeah, I I agree with, I think she was expecting it, but I think that she would have been okay with not receiving it had it been if he had given something of value other than like a Dollar Tree necklace. <laughs> <She said laughs> um <a dollar. laughs> I think she would have been OK if he put some effort into actually getting her a gift, something that's like, you know, like, yeah, I know I used to <laughs> do these. I know I used to like do these, um, what are they called? Not candy grams, but like Valentine's Day thing with yeah. Jen. But, you know, our relationship means this and that's why I got you this. And, or and not just a a poem by Edgar Allan Poe that he found. <laughs> that I pretended to write. Right. On the Internet. Like, but
0: how did you not know it's Edgar Allan Poe? Come on. You are dating a jock, not a scholar.
1: How did come, she not? Know? yes
0: come on you are dating a <laughs> jock not a scholar and for her to be
1: like well read like she likes books exactly I, I am i was shocked by that um but yeah i just i think she, again back to the gift i think he should have done something grander than that and i would have been okay with that
0: i think because she likes the show of their relationship she wanted she would have preferred to have the acapella versus the necklace oh a thousand percent and i feel but I'm saying
1: if he had given her another gift something that was like this is special to you
0: but he but she still would have wanted it in front of everybody do you know what i'm saying it's that grandness mm-hmm. that she missed i mean because anytime i remember so in our school we had we didn't we didn't have acapella singing because our acapella people were terrible our choir was the worst choir they sounded awful oh, every wow. year they know it um but we had candy grams and you could send someone a candy gram. You go to the principal's office, it was a dollar or two, and you'd write their name on it and what class period you want it delivered. And so then the teachers would pass it out or someone would come in and pass it out. I can't quite remember. Like and, Mean Girls. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Basically like mean girls. That's what my school was. Um, and you know, it's like this whole like show, and people are like, Oh, who's it from? Blah, 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 blah. It's mm-hmm. from whoever. And it like, you know, it was a little like hard or whatever. <clears throat> so it's that grandness of being like, oh. Peter sent this to me like but so that everyone could see because yeah. she needs that Val- she needs she's, that she needs validation yeah she needs that, that. She's insecure yeah and that affirmation from other people to be like wow Peter really likes you yeah. even though he keeps saying like I like you and he keeps doing right. things that say I like you right. you know she doesn't get it she doesn't get it right. so we're gonna move on she reads a letter to that she sent to John Ambrose who gives it to her what was the point of reading the letter I mean it just made no sense to me
1: Yes, I um, I think it was for her to be able to see where she was at when she was 12, because she really wanted to know, like, what was in the letter. She couldn't remember. So I agree. I think that it was, I liked the reading of the letter, but I don't like the reaction to the reading of the letter. Okay. Like, it still mm-hmm. had relevance in today's time. And it shouldn't uh, have. What, five years later? Yeah. Because, after, I mean, when you watch it, guys, you'll see her face. After she reads it, it's like, oh my Gosh! Wow. There's there's something still there. <laughs> there's not from my candy red socks to my. <laughs> there's something right there. We're meant for each other. When we were French when toast
0: and deviled eggs. Socks, we yeah. are
1: meant for each other.
0: Yeah. So no. I didn't
1: mm-hmm. like her reaction to it at all because it should have just been like, like oh my gosh, that's I'm mortally embarrassed. I yes. cannot believe I sent that to you, and like just and done then, with it. Yeah. And then if you want to build on from there, because they have like substance and they have things in common that's fine yeah but like leave the past in the past that letter does not have any relevance to today not
0: today no i mean it just it doesn't make sense to me i feel like i have done some embarrassing things oh yeah me too like so much cringeworthy things and when i think about it oh if that stuff i i would be mortified to see like a like a uh, yearbook where I wrote something in because God only knows what I've written yeah. over the years because you become emboldened when you're about to leave for high school and you're going separate ways yeah. like I literally would be mortified to you know, what? know what I wrote in some of those yearbooks
1: you know what I hated about like middle school we had the yearbooks we wrote them in high school we got them after we were out of school
0: what how could you so, you so you couldn't even never, write we never oh, got that's the chance wild. to write them in the
1: books but middle school we did every single year but high school we got I got them like Man, it was like maybe six months after I graduated. That's so stupid. so that I I miss. I wish we had that. But oh my gosh, like okay, now that you ma- mention embarrassing stories, you know I'll mention one of mine. Like good because I've guy, only been sharing mine. I know right? there was a guy, my eighth grade here. Yeah, and um, he was like a baseball player, and
0: yes. gosh,
1: yes, and um, I had I knew.
0: <laughs> oh my <gosh, laughs> She was blushing. I love it. About
1: this because the embarrassment like, comes back and, I, and i'm not thinking in this moment there's something there <laughs> okay are you anyway. sure no Whoa. okay <laughs> so i was a stalker and i knew his schedule that's so right. i wrote down like that's first, that's first, not being a stalker first period he's here but that's I being observant in, but i wasn't an it doesn't matter
0: person. it doesn't matter it doesn't matter okay well i feel less that's my bad. style
1: but i'd like first period he's here second period he's here i put how he speaks not too ghetto, not too proper.
0: <laughs> He's like a good mix.
1: <laughs> I have mean, in my diary. It's so embarrassing. It's so, it's so embarrassing. I love, it. It's so embarrassing. I love anyway, it so much. I put like his friends. Like,
0: who are literally crying. <laughs>
1: We dated and whether or not i had a chance based like, off his type but anyway i knew he liked the cubs so i made a like a, a chart and i said cubs versus socks and i at the end of the day we were cleaning out our lockers and i went up to him and i was like um hi you know my name's raven and um what did i say oh i'm doing this survey about who likes the cubs versus the socks and i thought it was gonna be this big moment like I don't know what I thought. He thought it was going to be, like, in the movie. <laughs> and he just turns around, yanks my pencil from my hand, and writes down Cubs and Chalice. <laughs> oh, and the no. thing is, I put Chalice in the other lane to look like other people <laughs> had done <in> the <laughs> survey. And then he turned back around, and I was like, defeated i have i had planned like i knew he was gonna be here after six period, and i knew this was gonna so but just thinking back to that moment about how many embarrassing things we've done (laughs) i never would look back when i read that diary and go he must still love me (laughs) i know he must still love me because he put a tally mark in my my t-shirt like no so back to the letter it has no relevance today.
0: I'm literally. In tears. <laughs>
1: and her reaction to acting like it was just off.
0: Yes. So. Exact yeah. Exactly. As you said, all that. <laughs> and so
1: Yes. So then we have the house party back with her and Peter.
0: With all this blue.
1: Oh my gosh. Instead of red solo cups, guys, they're blue, blue solo, solo cups. cups. Come
0: on. Come on.
1: I I just
0: I it's it's it. called the red solo cup for a reason yeah, i mean it's, it's the a whole classic, like thing classic american it's a classic party. american party like, come on don't disappoint oh my
1: gosh awful awful but anyway why aren't her and peter together at this party yeah she's always alone with lucas and i get that like that's her friend it's cool but like you see chris with um I don't know trevor trevor they're okay yeah they're doing like superficial things but they're together yeah they're having their cute little moment why are you not together with your boyfriend at a party have that cute moment yeah so that I did not like at all, and I felt like the party was useless because what did it do besides, I guess, tell us Lucas's troubles?
0: Exactly, and it, it it again, it only goes to show how different they are. Yeah, it does. And I guess maybe that was
1: the, the purpose because then the next scene at the bingo, John Ambrose goes. I can't wait till I
0: yeah, till flip cups are flip cups. You know, yeah, is cool.
1: So I guess that was the point of it. But like, we could have done that without a whole party. Scene. Exactly,
0: because yeah. you can already tell that their interests aren't the same. They yes. don't have anything yeah. to talk about. Yeah. Um okay let's let's go to this hot mess of this making out in the car scene yes i okay so whatever they're making out and then she starts getting into her head and thinking why are you thinking about jen yes. nobody yes. is thinking about jen in
1: that moment why are you thinking about that like yeah. i get that she in the beginning where she goes man he's really good at this man i wonder how how is he so good at this
0: well you know why but it's not like it's a secret
1: right right exactly and i feel again
0: it's so redundant we went over this again in the first movie
1: and now it's been ad nauseum and we're still thinking about jen i'm like why are we still
0: talking about them
1: yes yeah i i agree with that that part annoyed me to my core and i love his response goes can we like not talk about jen in this moment right now like you like why are like why are we doing this still
0: yeah yeah i did i did not like it and it's so funny because when she like and jen's like in the back seat like she's fig she's not really there and she's like do you remember that uh rumor about me and jen me and peter um after that graduation party i remember where there was a rumor like that that had gone on in my high school about someone that i knew Mm -hmm. and i mean you think about it for like a second Mm-hmm. But it's not like you're, like, thinking about it all the time. Right. You're like, oh, my gosh. They were together. Who cares? Yeah. Like, yeah. let it go. Yes. Let it go. They've
1: been together since middle school. We get it. Okay. We stop, M- we're, moving we stop, stop. we're moving okay. on. We're moving on. Okay. Moving on. Yeah. So that was annoying. Also, the language that they chose where she goes, is there a void in your room? <laughs> was What? 16-year-old <laughs> says that to someone. No, no one. one says that. She's no 16 one. years old. So, again, this, with the script writing... Uh, Like, very off, very off base. It's
0: so clunky. Yeah, yeah. It's so clunky. Mm -hmm.
1: There are times where it's like, really, like, man, you want some za? Or like, (laughs) man, it slaps. Like, stuff like that was like, okay, like, it's authentic, it's young, it's fresh. And then then we got,
0: we got those. Yeah. I'm like, no, thank you. No more.
1: Let's move on to bingo at Bellevue.
0: Go. I mean, and she just lied to John. mm -hmm. I mean, she just straight up lies to him. She's flirting with him hardcore. It's just like, you are doing this. You know when you are flirting. Yes. Because there is being nice and then there's flirting. And those are two different people. And you know when you're doing it. Yes. So I didn't want to hear that like, well, we're just friends. No, you're not. Mm. You have such a flirtatious tone. It's it's
1: very evident throughout the entire entire thing. There were plenty of moments for her to be honest and tell him, you know, oh, yeah, Peter and I are actually dating now. Um, Exactly. And then their moments were after bingo when they're cleaning up and he's literally talking about your
0: boyfriend like not nice things no. like he's yeah talking you don't let a someone and, yeah you know,
1: he you know is he still the same you know catching up but then like he's talking about him so it's like oh you know that's that's your boyfriend right like you like him right like yeah like defend <laughs> like your man, man right? i mean like <laughs> yeah so that was very 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 annoying
0: which then leads us into this whole time capsule mm-hmm. debacle. Mm-hmm. And it's like, and then it's just, you could feel the awkwardness. Yeah.
1: That was the only moment where I was oh. very in tune for and like waiting to see, like, excited, like, oh, what's going to happen here? Because it was just so, she like, created a mess.
0: Aw- she did. She created a mess. Yeah. And I stand with Peter. And it's like, why are you doing this? Why yeah. did you not tell him that we're not together? Mm-hmm. Why did mm-hmm. you lead him to believe this and yeah. then like he says in the next like john ambrose says like i just felt embarrassed because yeah. it's so embarrassing because everybody else knows what's yes. going on yeah but Except him for me i don't exactly. go to school with
1: you guys so i'm literally asking you is everybody the same Are you guys all still hang out together yeah so tell me the truth like exactly. no things actually aren't the same you know and then for her to say i didn't have time to tell him but you had time to tell him about you and Jen not being friends. Get time to tell right. about other dynamics. So I wanted to stop. You know you wanted to live out this fantasy, and it just did not work out. So, yeah. yeah. I, I like the time capsule scene and that, that conflict needed to happen, and it was like an engaging moment. But, of course, it was just more irritation on my part
0: yes. for Lara Because, you know what? She's one of those girls who just likes being liked. Mm-hmm. And that's as far as it goes for her. Mm-hmm. Which is why you have such, you know, she's so... Easily persuaded in her affections. Oh, I like Josh. No, I don't. I like um, Peter. No, I don't like Peter. I like John. No, I do. It's like, what? Yeah. Yeah. Pick a side. Mm-hmm. Pick a side. Yep. Okay. Let's move on to Thanksgiving, which I, this was probably one of my favorite scenes yes. for all the characters I agree. involved. I agree. And you get to see why Trina is wonderful and we should have had more of her. Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. Because she's not like this evil stepmom figure exactly who's like you know trying to you know what is it scheme her way into your dad's life she wants exactly. to know more about the mom and like your family dynamics and stuff like that and it was a cute moment between peter and largie and like probably one of the only cute genuine moments i yes. really really liked exactly um, it was such a small moment it's so, like o- it's
0: the only substance that you have there yes
1: we need more moments like that more moments like that more moments knowing about her mom more moments of like uh grounding that family dynamic and tradition so that we're like we get that she's a very family oriented person and her family's yeah. important and she's bringing Peter into that life. And so yes. that's important. Yeah. A lot of, a lot of very good things that happen here that should have been sprinkled throughout the entire movie. Yeah.
0: That definitely should have been expounded on. I do want to go back really quick and talk about that fight they had. Sorry. After the, oh, right. I um... forgot about that it was so stupid. Yeah. It was so, it was so <laughs> dumb. That's why you forgot about it. Uh, it just was like, it, it was a fight that made no sense from beginning to end. Mm why Laura Gina is upset when you're at fault because Peter's right because you're flirting mm-hmm. and you're like but we're it's not like that why would you invite Jen why would it matter you invited John Ambrose right. he doesn't even go right? to your school right like, yes
1: very very true what? and that's such a there was no flirting from Jen and Peter at all no
0: at and all. he was li- he literally was shutting it down mm-hmm. she, when she when, tried yeah when she tried she was yeah. like oh don't you remember you kissed me in front of your mom He's like no I don't remember that at all moving right. on right. like come yeah. on yeah, yeah.
1: So there's no comparison. There's no for her to feel like there's hypocrisy on his side because you're doing the same thing that you're. You're doing worse. Exactly. Him of doing
0: exactly. Yeah. It was bananas. And of course, she knows to dress up for his games. That <laughs> no. is rule number one hundred one of being a high school girlfriend of any guy mm-hmm. who is big in sports. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you I'm are not dressed up for his game.
1: Yeah, I I'm not a sports <clears throat> person at all. Like, very very arts film music but, like, I knew that. Ex- right. Like, okay. That. Ex- exactly.
0: That's all. Exactly. That's all I'm trying to say here, people. So, yeah. She knew this. Yeah. Don't pretend. Well, did you want me to dress up for your games? Like, is that what I'm supposed to do? Obviously. That's what everybody yes. does. Be- but especially because she's one who wants that, like, huge everyone mm-hmm. to see, like, oh, mm-hmm. we're together. But it
1: seems like it's very one-sided. She wants him to do that for her, but she doesn't want to do it for him. Exactly. Yeah.
0: It's just too much. And then
1: pretends, like, if he does want it to do it for her, then it's, like, a very superficial notion or... Like, it should be deeper than that. Like, oh, man, I don't really care about sports or games. But, like, it's more than that. And you're making it seem like, again, he's a very superficial person, Peter. Right. And that John Ambrose is a very deep person. So she just kind of feeds more into, like, what this... I don't know. She doesn't support Peter.
0: She doesn't. I mean, this is why they're not a good couple. Because they are not bringing... I'm not going to say they because um, Peter Kavinsky doesn't have any character development, any character, mm-hmm. anything. He's mm-hmm. just uh, Laura Jean's boyfriend. Yeah. But she is not a good partner in that mm-hmm. she does not encourage him at all. Like, you don't see – you just don't see, – you see why they shouldn't be together yeah. and you don't see why they should.
1: And you don't have to have been in a relationship prior to know what a relationship requires.
0: No. I mean, you've had friendships. A relationship is a friendship. Mm-hmm.
1: First and foremost, yeah. yeah
0: like, come on. Yeah. Can we stop? Oh, I didn't have the girlfriend's handbook. What does that even mean? Um. Like, get over yourself. <laughs> get over yourself.
1: Yes. So we did the Thanksgiving, the time capsule, and now we're moving off to the game send-off.
0: Okay. Okay, so now let's get into this game send-off, the whole hot tub reveal. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was straight up gaslighting her. Yes. Straight up. Yes. Um, he, he knew that Jen took it. Mm-hmm. I just felt like... Just come out with it like that. This should have been. And I get it. They use this hot tub scene to be the crux of like the explosion of their relationship in this one. Mm -hmm. But again, it just was so anticlimactic. Yeah. I just I couldn't get it
1: and you know why I was anticlimactic climatic one reason is because they had it happen in front of a bus yeah, again full of people why i don't get why the first movie the biggest revelation uh, revelation that sorry that happens is in front of a bus yeah and then again this big drama's happening and it's in front of a bus like there's I, I don't...
0: It's like I, the writers think that, like, all teenage drama happens in front of a bus. Maybe, but
1: that feels, like, so 80s. I don't know. I, like,
0: but I really felt, like, throughout this movie, they were trying to encapsulate that, like, John Hughes movie vibe, mm-hmm. that, like, this is going to be iconic, and it just was yeah. so terrible.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I don't um, think you mentioned about Gaslight. I feel like if... I guess that makes too much sense, right? <laughs> if they would have had him say from the beginning... Because he lied in the beginning and said, yeah. oh, we don't know she took the video. If they would have had him say in the beginning, like, "Um, you know, you know, I actually did find out that, you know, she did take the video and this in this moment I chose you. Because then it would have disquieted all of her, like, insecurities that yes. have been happening the entire movie. But I guess that would have made too much sense. Yeah, exactly.
0: Know. And you know what? I, again, when she says, but you didn't choose me. Or, and he says, I...
1: Made an I, d- I chose you when there was an actual choice. Yes, and she said, "What does that mean? An actual choice?"
0: But she knows what that means yeah. because throughout the first movie, he's actively choosing mm-hmm. you. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, I, even though the first movie was weird because the the shift between him pursuing Jen and pursuing Laura Jean was not as finite as it should have been so it was just muddied yeah but then you get it at the end like oh no he really does want to be with you Mm -hmm. he's literally dating you so obviously he he chose you you. because Jen still wants to get with him right
1: and he doesn't pursue that exactly even to his credit as well because he mentions you know we weren't even together then which is true he wasn't um I can get from her perspective when she's like but basically you didn't choose me because if if Jen had have gone down to the jacuzzi, then we would have never been together. But...
0: But the jacuzzi scene didn't necessarily, in my mind, didn't necessarily make them a couple. Because they still had a falling out afterwards.
1: What was her falling out?
0: It after? was... Because they didn't get back together.
1: It was after the uh, the scrunchies. Yeah. Again, in front of the bus. Um, <laughs> I think that how was i gonna say oh but the reason why i give him credit in regards to that situation is because he did choose her from the very beginning of the ski trip he wanted to be with her he wanted her to sit with him on the bus he Mm -hmm. wanted her to do activities together it was her choice not to do that so she has i get where she's coming from in terms of her being upset i feel like he should have been just straight up for it tell her the truth but to his credit she can't really get upset because it's again a device of her own making what's what happened so exactly yeah um and then also another way we mentioned like kind of digging in the knife from uh Jen's perspective that's something that why didn't she tell her you're a mean girl and you you like Peter still and that should have been something where she was like you know oh how was um the jacuzzi you know or something you know what I mean like something that could have played out a mean line where that she knows like
0: I was the one who took the video yeah
1: or like he wasn't waiting for me that would have been a such a better way for her to find out. Of course. Than what was done.
0: And especially Laura Jean does not seem like the type of... Character who would figure it out that quickly. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, it's taken her this long to figure out that Peter even likes her. So, for her to come to the conclusion, like, well, if Jen was down there, how did she take the video? I mean, because she could have just been, been walking, walking to around. her room. I mean, could have been, been doing anything. She, she could have been, honey. She could have like <laughs> <room>. anything. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, how you jump from that conclusion? Very, very yes. It, she. I mean, it could have been like where she was like, wow. I guess it's a good thing I didn't show up in the hot tub because who would have known what was going to happen? Right, Something. Right. Do you know what I'm yeah, saying? Yes. And, it, and I mean that could
1: have been the catalyst to everything that happened. That yeah. would have been a lot, a lot better. Exactly. But again, writing, right? Yeah. Um, so then we have the aquarium scene, um, or should I call it the blue scene? The blue scene, scene under I mean, the water. Like, there's no other colors besides blue here, guys. Um, oh. The breakup scene, which is before The Aquarium, where they have the song. I mentioned that the director oh utilizes or tries to utilize creative things to be different and show time jumps and show, terrible. you know, what she's feeling inwardly. Um, because and, she can't emote. Right. And it's this uh, song by, I don't know. I don't Ash. know the name. Ash, Ash. Ash. Oh, I think. Ash, I don't Ash-y. know. I know it has it. Ashy. Oh, they see I know it it. <laughs> I'm not sure if it's Ash or Ashy. Either way. Somebody. I love the song. But anyway. So she is singing to the camera, oh, which just seems so that. very off. And what Amber said would have made a better idea is if she had earbuds in and so and she could have still been towards the camera and life is moving around her, but she's in slow motion. We didn't yeah. need to see that she's going through heartbreak at the top of the song. <laughs> what was she's that? She's going through heartbreak. She just broke up with her boyfriend. We I got know it. That She's going through that. I got it. I also like that before the aquarium when she's singing the song goes on and then it goes right back out of it to the school bell and then she's brought right back into it but the way it was done wasn't gracefully it wasn't no. smooth so it was weird it's like she's singing in the hallway and then the song is going on in the classroom and then it's okay class. um we're going on a field trip some mistakes give me like no that should have been so much smoother whether it went to reverb going like an underwater effect and then it yeah. gets brought back up like yeah definitely um
0: I didn't even yeah. see the need to break out of it because when you are dealing with a breakup at school, mm-hmm. everything sounds like wah wah wah, everything. So That's there's no need to yeah. come out of they it. It
1: could have had the voice in the background. Yes, it
0: could have like been the in the background yeah. while the song is still. Yeah. We're still listening to the yep. song. It just did not. It did not make sense. I didn't really like it. I'm. I just. Yeah. I just didn't like it. I didn't also like the. When they're standing in front of the jellyfish, and she's like, Oh, so I guess you want your necklace back? Why do you even still have it on? (laughs) Honestly. If personally, if it's me and my boyfriend, I just saw him in a very intimate picture with his ex girlfriend. We just had this huge, big blowout. Mm -hmm. And I just found that basically our entire relationship is a lie. He's been gaslighting me this entire time do you think i'd be wearing it wearing it and i'm not asking you if you want it back because it's at the bottom of a lake somewhere because i threw it with (laughs) all of your stuff like want it back yeah no there's there's no
1: way it's been a whole weekend we know you know he was lying and like you said all these things happened. i'm not wearing the necklace but speaking of the necklace scene where she does take it off and um to um noah centeneo's credit i think he tried to emote there and I saw like some emotion which was good like you could see the heartbreak like oh my god like I'm seeing her again and
0: yeah you could see nothing. when you he said yeah definitely. he did not mean it
1: yes you could definitely see the emotions her face is the same we keep talking about this but
0: it's yes, terrible I never realized
1: it that much until Amber brought it out to me but yeah yeah um and I didn't like the moment where he takes off the necklace and then it's supposed to be like the separation and a POV kind of view with the camera um it's choppy it's very choppy it could have been done very um, in a different way where it's consistent and it's like ooh, yeah they're separated now like this is this is it yeah so missed opportunity again with the way things happened
0: <laughs> yeah then we move on to the tree house mm-hmm. with jen again it's just a stupid scene
1: i get the scene from the perspective of okay so she said I, I realized that it's me who couldn't let Jen go. Okay. So this is like her letting Jen go, which I get it, and it makes sense because um, it makes sense because... Sorry, Love is Blind just popped up on the screen, but <laughs> <laughs> it makes sense because throughout the entire movie, she keeps talking about Jen. About Jen. Yeah. So it's like, oh, this, yeah, I think what you're saying is right. It's you that can't get over Jen because you keep bringing her up. So to have that moment where they kind of hash things out and it's over with even... I, I liked the scene from that perspective.
0: And I mean, I do get it because when you lose a friend, oh, it's hard. It is so difficult. It is I mean, I still think about a friend that I am no longer friends with. and mm-hmm. sometimes like I'll see pictures of us together from things that we did and stuff mm-hmm. and you just like you still you have that void because yeah. that friend you miss that friendship. Mm-hmm but say it's
1: worse than a breakup now i've never been through a breakup so i'm oh, not sure it is but a friend I, yeah
0: it is because you know what a breakup you can move on and get another person in your life mm-hmm. but a friend to find someone who actually fills that spot and i feel like a love for a friend is so much deeper than a love for a boyfriend Just because it's just that relationship is built on something very different. Mm. And it's something that's supposed to be so sturdy. And so when that's gone, it just kind of, for me, it just like shook my whole world of what trust and friendship looked like and what it could be. Mm. And it's just, it's like a huge part of your life that's just gone. It's a void that's like just no longer there.
1: Yeah. So I I get
0: that. Yeah. But I am just like, and maybe because I'm a different person. I don't think I would ever vocalize to someone who I'm not friends with anymore, like, I miss you and we should be friends again. No, we're not friends for a reason. I would. <laughs> I, she's well, a forgiving person and I'm like, well, go pr- go kick bricks barefooted.
1: When I did lose that friend because our interests were different or whatever, it was really, really hard because yeah. I didn't have anyone else like because that was like ugh, my ride or die yeah, I so, guess I'm talking about it from that
0: perspective. I don't I am such a person that trust is not something that I give easily yeah, to people so, yeah and when it's broken, I do not forgiveness is so hard Mm -hmm. I mean for me it's like oh my I just I can't even describe how difficult it is for me to forgive someone Mm -hmm. and and I just and once I get past or get to that point where like I've finally forgiven them I can I can't let them back in my life because I can't allow myself to get hurt in the same way I was before. Mm, I get it, And that's, you know, and that's why I'm like, why do you keep being so vulnerable to Jen? She has done nothing but hurt you and not given any signs of remorse. Mm-hmm. So for me, I can't understand why you would even attempt this moment of vulnerability. Mm-hmm. I feel like you could come to this solution on your own. Like, oh, I just need to get over Jen. That's my problem. Do you know?
1: Yeah, I I guess I can see it from the perspective of having that closure in the conversation, but I understand what you're saying. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Moving on. The final
1: moment, the Bellevue ball.
0: Why on God's green earth did she kiss John Ambrose?
1: She's leading this man on and it's very infuriating. It is.
0: Don't do John Ambrose McLaren like that.
1: He deserved so much better. He did. Because I'll, what you said it does not take what to realize what
0: you don't need to kiss someone (laughs) to realize that you would like to be with your boyfriend you don't Mm
1: -mm. and if Uh, if you do need that then there's something wrong there yeah that relationship there is
0: a lot there's some reasoning that we need to talk about please call us we can help you get through it because (laughs) you don't 1-800 yeah
1: like uh, uh yeah i i did not like that at all and then speaking of when she does choose peter um so earlier she had this what are they called the things you shake i have a lot. oh of them. Snow, globes. snow globes yes and um it was supposed yeah. to be a metaphor for like magic and you know the snow falling down in fairy tale why did she have that moment with john ambrose no that moment with the snowfall should have been with peter kavinsky like when she finally chose him instead of doing it under this weird like
0: Why was there snow at all when the rest of every other scene had no snow? You could tell it was nice and sunny. That just didn't make... I get it. You're trying to use it as a device. Yes, in fairy tales. It just doesn't work. Use it in a different way. You have this ball. Why not have something like, I don't know, the clock strikes 10 or midnight and then it's like this huge confetti scene. Oh my gosh. Mm. Much more. It's so much more impactful and it makes sense versus we have this off patch of snow that came out of nowhere mm-hmm.
1: yeah i i agree with you about that i think it would have been cool too or even if they were like i mean it would have been i think about uh what is it called prime prejudice <laughs> <Best movie. laughs> where they were dancing in the room and then they were alone yes. even if you had something like that where they were yes. dancing in the room and then it was alone and then like the the, the prop stars drop yes. and like it's like illuminating and yes. it's night and so i, I agree with you the yes. only reason i don't mind the snow because I feel like with movies you can do anything, so Here. I don't mind it because it's like oh fairy tale winter wonderland type thing. Um
0: But then you have no snow with Peter, and he's supposed to be saying. the one. That's yeah. what
1: I'm saying. That's that's when the snow should have been used if you were going to use snow at all. And then finally, the ending <sighs> scene.
0: It just okay. It wasn't
1: needed.
0: It was not needed. It does not make sense. No. Why are you going back? I mean, out of all the places, I feel like. The treehouse is the least impactful place in their relationship. Mm -hmm. The least. I
1: noticed that when they did go back to the treehouse, people were tearing it down. Yes. Maybe they went back to see it. And and it was a metaphor for like my time with John Ambrose is officially done. But But that doesn't even make sense. It was officially done. Um, But and then we already saw them kiss and they made up why are we doing a whole nother scene for them to just kiss and make up amongst dead trees and there's no golden hour there's, <laughs> there's, nothing, no golden there's hour. there's nothing to differentiate them from the background well
0: no because everything's this dreamy blue dreamy, why would you need depressing. golden hour mm-hmm.
1: and you know i i think golden hour should be used sparingly and that should have been a moment where full-on golden hour i love me Full- some golden hour i love golden hour too but
0: it should it should have had some yeah. i also don't like going back to the we're kissing john ambrose how are we kissing John Ambrose? And then three seconds later, we're kissing Peter. Oh, Peter, yeah. you're the one. What? <laughs> yeah. Excuse me? Yeah. Do you, like, do you know how deeply hurt I would feel if I was Peter? And mm-hmm. obviously, you don't tell him because we're just going to pretend like that's not even important. Mm-hmm. But I'd be like, you were just kissing this dude two seconds ago. We've been broken up for maybe a week. Yeah. A week. Yeah.
1: What? Yeah. I I agree with you completely about that. Very, very
0: weird. I just, I just, it just, it's not realistic. You don't need that. And, and I think because I'm, and again, I'm not a Laura Jean type at all. Mm-hmm. I know what I like and what I don't like, and I know, and I don't need to compare it to something else or compare one person to another person to know what I don't like.
1: Yes, I agree. Um, and I am... I mentioned this in the notebook but i don't like where it's like the biggest you know decision she'll ever make is is with another guy i i think it's a common trope that does not need to be i don't know i yeah so i agree with you it was done in the first movie we did need it in the second no um yeah so final verdicts i am going to say that i think Amber
0: has brought me over, Woohoo! which has never
1: happened
0: in a podcast before. I'm so excited, but it, it's it's,
1: just, it's true. I, I don't like this movie, especially after rewatching it and rewatching it again. Um, yeah,
0: it's that third time that gets you. Yes. You're like, what is this? I've
1: come to realize that I like I like Jordan Fisher and Jor- and uh, John Ambrose McLaren. That's yeah. the only thing I really like about this
0: movie. But the only thing we liked about the first movie is Isaac bouchard i think uh, uh, broussard yeah yeah Yeah. that's it that's it we only like the characters who can emote real emotion uh the actors who have the
1: movie i still think is okay oh gosh i do but this one no
0: it's just like they have the worst everybody else is just it's it's rough to watch them try to act yes that's what it is yeah
1: and we're going to have to do it again for round three. <laughs> and then, get this, they're making another movie. <laughs> I it's can't. Katie, her younger sister, and her love life. So that's going to be interesting.
0: Which, too. I don't know, how, what is a movie about a 12-year-old's love life going to be? I think
1: she's probably a little bit older now, right? Maybe she's... 13? Maybe maybe graduating eighth grade, I would think. That would be like a milestone.
0: Oh, because she's supposed to go into what, high school? Is that right. what it is? Okay.
1: Right. So maybe that's what it's going into, like a milestone and then maybe the summer of because she has to go to Korea to see the guy right so I it's know. a
0: school I don't know, I don't know we I didn't that. I didn't quite like I saw the trailer a little bit but I didn't pay that close of attention oh, he went to
1: school with her he
0: came to school no there she's going to school that's a school. Oh, she's going to school in Korea yeah okay
1: interesting yeah I didn't
0: yeah I, yeah we didn't look at the trailer that well but <laughs> so when that comes out I guess we'll have to I'll be forced to sit through it, but I just yeah. pray that Lana Condor is not in it and neither is Janelle Parrish because I can't sit and watch another hour plus of them.
1: I don't think so. I don't think they're
0: in it. So. I I hope not.
1: I think it'll just be bad all by itself.
0: We'll see. Kitty is my Kitty is my favorite character, so it might be okay. But I mean that's enough of what we think. Why don't you guys let us know? Yes. Is this your favorite movie? hopefully not um
1: (laughs) what things you liked or what things you missed that maybe you thought were redeemable let us know yeah we can't wait to talk with you guys in our next one
0: bye